constantly damaged and they need their like knees drained because it will just like you know they, 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 they have like a tweak or a tear and the body will just send fluid down to it and it's like a normal thing for athletes to so where that just needs to be drained out. I, I actually That's because they're working through an issue that shouldn't be worked through. They're I remember just I remember years ago them talking about Mike Piazza, the catcher for the Dodgers. They said that his thighs all year long were black and blue. Yeah, you just get hit with the ball. He just hit, hit, gets hit, gets hit. No, don't forget about the time he got hit foul in the tip, balls and his tip, testicles tip, went back foul up. Foul tip, foul tip. Well, he did say that. You know, I heard the other day, you know that uh, League of Their Own movie? You know that Gina Davis when she slid it and had that bruise on her leg? That was real, and she had that bruise. Well, that wasn't Gina Davis that slid on there. It was well, a different player, but yes. No, it was her, because she had that bruise, no, and it was on her leg different. for 10 years. No, that was Alice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She had that bruise for Learned 10 years. Learned a movie, bro. Gina Davis it had wasn't that bruise Gina for Davis. 10 years. <clears throat> Google it. I don't want Gina Davis fell into the anyway, into derailed. the dugout. Just a completely but the rumors in the movie that Thanks, they show man. that's disgusting. Well, the Alice. subject that you were saying that that's what came into my mind is here's a catcher for the Dodgers who has <laughs> back, <laughs> let his his thighs are black and blue for six months. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah, talk about fluid. Because <laughs> your body's supposed to do what with that? Well, it's yeah. the way it drains out. Your body is it leaves wherever it gathers, and then it gets into your lymphatic system, and then you pee it out, breathe it out, whatever you know. But I've got like extra. Yeah. And if I stay off of it, like this is what I was telling Danny. So like before I went back to work and I was at home, well I'm up more, I'm icing more, and so I had less fluid. Well now I'm like up from Mm five thirty in the morning till, you know, eight at night, and so. It doesn't, you know, I can, I can like just look at my ankle and see my ankle start to swell as the day goes on. I've been trying to do like get it like a knee massage where they work the fluid like from my ankle, like all the way up my thigh towards your lymph system. And then I try to drink water and, and that yeah, works. Athletes, athletes do like ice bath or something like that for, for that yep. right yeah they have every you know everything's available to them to try to make it better faster than... i'm just saying for laura oh well i put a bunch ice. of ice no i put get so in that tub i've got <laughs> in the tub. i put ice packs on and so i asked like how long could this go on and they told me it could be a year so yeah. I just have to settle in and get used to it. It's just like sometimes like right here, I'm sitting here and all of a sudden something hurts me and I'm not really focused on it. And I'm thinking, oh, and then I realize, oh, it's, you know. I've got, I've got to the point where I don't believe them. I don't believe it'll ever be normal. I'm kind of worried. I, I, I'm past worried. Like now I'm just trying to deal with it as a fact. <laughs> as your new normal. <laughs> well, it's still significantly better than what you came from. Well, I'm not in a wheelchair. But you know what I'm scared of? Because we're going to go see Elton John next Friday. Handicap plaque. Handicap. I know, but I'm already kind of worried. Like, how far is it from the handicap to where we have to go? How many flights of stairs? I thought you'd be worried about sitting there for three hours. They can get a wheelchair. When we're at Dodger Stadium. You want to talk about Dodger Stadium? You want to talk about that? We can. All right. Gimpy ass old lady. Burn. You know, okay, so we we get... and you left your placard. She left her placard Texas. in Texas. So okay, fine. That wouldn't have helped on all those stairs. But it, it wouldn't have really helped even from where we parked. We happened to get a good, really good. We were there really early, so we got a really good parking spot. And the handicap was only a little bit in front of it, so it was no big deal. But it was the steps because they have escalators and elevators that go escalators that go up, but not that come back down. What? You can take the stairs up or down, no problem. 
and you have to take an elevator down. Well, I don't. We don't know that. So we're just like bebopping around and shopping, and you know, and our seats are like in the fourth row. So we got to go all the way down the steps to get to our seat, all the way back out the steps to get to our seat. So we decided we're gonna go shopping at the level above us, which is high. Which is high. It's in reserve. It's in the reserve. From oh, because you're going. You're, you, yeah. We're going it, from it, loge to reserve. Yeah. Oh, from loge to reserve. Yeah. So. We asked the lady, there's like an elevator and, you know, there's a long wait. This is the biggest lie I've ever had anybody say to me. And she's like, you can take the stairs. It's like just four times around. She said it was two flights. Two flights. Yeah. What she didn't say is. What makes up a flight? This yeah. again, what makes up a flight? Yeah. Well, a flight is like. I will tell you. Four <laughs> times around. It was long. It was the, there was a lot of stairs. I think it was six. It, it, it might have been more than that because it was, it was a lot of stairs. And you, we shouldn't have done it. But w- once you're on it, now what once are we going to do? Once you're on it, now what? I don't, go back. I don't have any sympathy for you. We grew up at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, but I, you know I, she's got a broken leg. I, I, know, I know every inch of that. It's but, different but, because... But, but, but you know, if you're going loads to reserve... That's where we went. You're talking like 200 feet. That's where we went. In stairs. I know. That's what I'm saying. He's saying, he's saying why don't you know how many stairs You know, is? things are remodeled. She said it's two flights. I thought, I can do two flights. They didn't remodel the levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, they magically remodeled the height that the stairs need so to we go. So get, we get through the one flight. I can tell we're through one flight, mm-hmm. which I think was, it's either like. Well, see, it takes you to club. I, I think it's like six this way, this way, this. I think it was, I think it was 12 total that we walked. 12 Circles, yeah, it might have been. It was a lot, it was, it was a lot a more lot. than I thought. So, you yeah. get like part of the way up and you get to club. I get part of the way up, but and you I'm th- can't get out at club because I don't have a club ticket. So, so, I have no choice but to continue on or go back down, which is harder. Which is harder going up uses my muscles and my breathing, but going down hurts my knee because it's just that it's just, it's just different. So, I have to turn sideways because it's too much pressure to go front ways down. And I'm thinking, I'm not, I'm not turning around at this point. I'm just not going to turn around. I had to endure. I had to carry on. On your way then. Off you go. go, off you go. <laughs> I was waiting for you to like blame me for this because you wanted to buy me a hat. It's coming. No, it was no, her because we we're, looking for, was we're looking for fat clothes for Doug. Yeah, I forgot your hat at home. Jeez. They told us there was a big and tall. Yeah, up there. Was a, I need, mostly just. Well, big. I mean, when you go up to the top, to, to like to like the top gift shelf. Uh, shop up there top like, of the park they should you know that's that that's like where everything is well we weren't going up any more stairs well what's really difficult is their stairs is, isn't that behind home plate where we climbed those stairs is it pretty much kind of home plate yeah. And then, like, the elevators are really far. There's, well, the not elevators like, are home plate, and the stairs are, you know, you can get up the stairs anywhere. And there's an escalator in one place. Yeah. But some of them, you can't go down. You, you can, can only, only go, go up. up. The escalators don't go down. There's no escalators that go So down. you have to walk all the way to that to find out that you can't get down. Actually, well, actually, Finally, a guy comes and goes, do you want a wheelchair? Yeah. Let me just get a wheelchair. Well, that doesn't help me get down the stairs. That only helps me push around. You can go down the escalator from loge to field, but you can't go, go down from reserve to loge. That's what it was. So needless to say, the next day, my knee and my ankle were twice the size of normal. Ibuprofen. Because we're just handicapped people. You're old. No, you. <laughs> Going down the steps to our seat when we first get there. That was tough. That was tough. And she's really slow. And I'll and tell you why it's tough, because the stride is big. Well, there's no rail either. There's no rail, and it's wide. So I can't hang on to anything. You know, it's concrete. It's, it's easily from here 
to like where your knee is in width. So there's nothing to hold on to to balance yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's not it's not step, 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 step. There's it's a step and then a step and then a step. So you can't even well, get that, a stride. That should make it easier for I you. I had to shuffle. I have to do one foot down. Mm -hmm. One foot. One foot. And Jessica's making fun of me. And there's, oh, a, and there's a man in a chair, and he goes, I'm right there with you. Because he was a nice man, not <laughs> like my daughter. No. Whose phone is dinging? Because it's, it's, it's hers, because she okay. has not Just done her silent. duty. Because yeah. I have millions of messages and texts. I'm so important. I'm in the same text. So important. And mine's not dinging. Yeah, well, and you're I not talking about Dodger Stadium, are and you? And I paid the credit card bill while you were talking. <laughs> Silently. For Cleo. <sighs> So. And now, well, now I'm worried though. I'm seriously worried. And Jessica, because Jessica can look all these things up, you need to look up where our tickets are and how we can get from the parking to our seat with the least amount. And I'm hoping, since this is a newer stadium, that they've planned for this. Well, you went there. I've only been to that stadium once. Is that where the Cowboys play? No, or the it's Rangers. Rangers you went there. Oh, yeah, fantastic. I'll ask Doug because he's been there more than me. But no, yeah. honestly, it's this is um, well. I mean, send me where the tickets are, but I mean, if we honestly, have to walk honestly, honestly, like, 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 it, it, like anywhere you go, like entrance-wise, it's going to be super easy. It's going to be straight, even steps, but there are there are not going to be any stairs for you, like at all. Um, you're going to be able to go elevator all the way wherever you want to go. I was at I, I was I was at a baseball game and it was, I would say it was like sixty to seventy percent sold, um, and things were very very easy. It's 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 a very modern stadium, a modern space, which is great because, uh, you know, especially for things like this. So, we just need to figure out like where the seats are. And then I'll just figure out where to just like drop you guys off on the curb and then just go fight traffic to just go park where we should park. Do you get to park wherever you want or they just no. they feed you in and tell you you have to park? That there? is that is going to be like in the uh, in the uh, ticket details there. Okay. Um, but but like e e even me going to a baseball game with like no preferred parking, anything super easy. I mean, it was probably like a like a quarter mile walk. That's far for this Can lady. Can you walk right a quarter mile? I just couldn't walk like two miles. And you know, some. I mean, well, if you have a handicap placard, you're going to park way closer. Because be the, the old that. Cowboys sure. Stadium, like you might have to walk two miles to get to the. We had to walk far. We parked at the Cowboys. You're, you're we just, had to park like in a parking lot across the street, yes. like by the Walgreens. I just don't I know about walk. the specifics of like what the tickets mean. Does parking come with it? Where is that parking? Parking doesn't come with it. It doesn't matter because if you have a handicap placard, you, you have specialty parking automatically. But see, like, well, Ranger wait, wait, Stadium what? is not going to be like Dodger Stadium because it's flat. Dodger Stadium is built, like, it's into a hill. It's in so a hill. Yeah. yeah. It's a much harder to A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. It's a ravine. Chavez ravine. Chavez I didn't ravine. realize that. You didn't realize that? No. That's why there's 85 million steps when you go up the yeah, so there's left the field side. The levels are not just in the stadium. They're in the parking lot. Yeah. But that's, no wonder that, it was so cool in there, too, if you're in it. I mean, because well, the wind's going to come in and scoop through You're there. in Los Angeles. The temperature. 
That's all right. <laughs> the world needs to know that you took a coat to the game and let me freeze. We had sweatshirts. That was on. fine. I tried to warn you. You don't listen to me. No, she didn't. You'd never go to Dodger Stadium without a sweatshirt. She didn't. Nobody even, she has ever frozen to death in L.A. ever. It's true. So, I, yeah, you're alive. I had a dove so though in the seat next to me, so it worked out she well. Did. She had a big old man. She just had a big old man. She just snuggled on Doug, him. I didn't give care. Give me your big man arm. It wasn't Doug. It was a stranger. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> a strange wall of flesh. That's fine too. She just said he was Doug-ish. Oh, Doug-ish. <laughs> Meaning he was over he in was my seat. your seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blocked the... And then it was like in the one of the last innings they got up to go. And the wind came straight on me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is worse than that Met game that you and I went to with the kids. It was so cold. We couldn't stay. We just couldn't even stay. We drove, Not even we, for 10 minutes. No. We took the train over there, and then, like, it's like a storm blew in of just frigid, icy wind. There was no escaping There's it. And that stadium is just, like, sitting out in the middle, and there's, you're we just frozen. You're standing in a food line, like, next to the heated hot is dog. Is this uh, Shay, or is this the new one? The new it's one. It's the new one. Ooh, that's and it bad. Was, the food is all, the, you know how Dodger Stadium, the food is, you know, like, on the inside? You know, when you come up the, from your seats, there's food everywhere. Well, at that Met Stadium, at least where our seats were, the food is like on like if you were on the backside of the pavilion, kind of a thing. So you're just exposed. Okay. You're just you're you're standing out, and you can see the city, and you're just exposed to the wind. The and wind had to be blowing like 50 miles an hour, and it was probably 40. It was awful, and we do are not. You guys, are, are you guys field level, second level? I don't even know because we weren't even know. there that long. We couldn't even stay that long. Couldn't even stay. We're dying. It was terrible. We didn't. We were not prepared. Who won all. the game? Uh, we have no idea. <laughs> I we didn't know. even get food. I don't even know who they played. We, we turned around, got back on the train. You didn't get a slice of pizza at Not least a, and get no. back on the train. No, the line was long. We're frozen. There's, we can't even. There stay was here. no way to enjoy anything. People are like dying for warm food. Like, oh my god, they're hovering over the hot, the hot lights for the fries. <laughs> awful. Worst only, game I've ever been I, to. I was only like in a cab once and drove past that stadium. I've, I've, I've never been to it, but yeah. We took the train. That's the train that the guy hopped the loogie on, and it was Ugh. disgusting. Gross. Terrible. We rode all the way up there with the loogie train, and then we had to turn right back around and come back down. Yeah, we did. Nasty. Mm. Yeah, we did. Well, at least you went to Dodger Stadium. You survived it. I did. You saw a good Dodger win. Not only did we survive it, we had a good parking place, and I got from Dodger Stadium. Doesn't sound like you did. Yeah, it's not what I heard. No, no. no. It wasn't the parking. It sounds like your parking sucked. It was inside the stadium. It was inside the stadium moving about. Trying to move about. I I got out of that stadium... Like from our parking place to Ontario Mills, where our hotel was, in under an hour. Your mom can't do that. I can vouch for it. What was the? And that was a Monday. That was a Monday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. So, it wasn't sold out. But we just got we got right out of that stadium. <clears throat> when we came out, you know how you come out and um, you know there's like six, seven lanes of traffic that are all feeding into whatever it everybody's crossing into what freeways. all freeways, you know, and then you got to figure out which one. You need. I have all no idea get which farther down. Yeah. It's all of them. So yeah. I, I come out on the right side of that, and my, the freeway lane that I needed to be in was all the way all on the, the way other on side. The side. Yeah. I made it all the way across. Excuse me while I take, you know, pardon me while I'm rude. You have to they me. tried to take it from me, but they didn't realize that I've done this. I sh- we should have been with you that time when they took the bobbly head back and everything. On the- <laughs> when she took me there the night that we didn't have they tickets. They didn't take it back, ma'am. You never got it. Well, it was she was getting ready to hand it to me like this. <laughs> she was not. She was. She had it out right there at the turnstile, <coughs> and then they've changed a ton at that stadium, though. Well, I was going to say if you're if you're sitting loge, nowadays you shouldn't have to do any stairs. It was just for the shopping trip. Yeah, it was all shopping. 
didn't didn't have to do any. St- we did have to do two little things of stairs. Well, we I just want to say for the record, to go up to Loge. for the record, I didn't ask you for a hat. Yes, you, you did. Yes, you begged. <laughs> and then he said he wanted. I'm gonna, pu- I'm, gonna pull, I'm gonna pull up the chat log and I'm gonna post it in the podcast. Uh, yeah, please do because <laughs> that's because that's so not what happened. Please, please do because it's just like. I'm just uh, having dinner somewhere, and then I notice my phone, and it's Laura like, Travis, you better answer. Your mom's trying to buy you a hat. <laughs> no, I, I like, say it was so sweet of her to buy you souvenirs. It is sweet. But at, what, when, but at, see, at what cost? But see, <laughs> when you want to buy a real hat, not like the one he's got on that's got an adjustable strap on the Burn. back of it. You have, you have to know exactly the measurement. exactly the size. Yep. That's why true. you could never it's talking about buy it. Not about true. It. I bought this in the official Boston Red Sox yeah, but it's but it's, it's not, not as cool as a, a real player hat. player would wear. It's not a fitted hat. They would hat. never wear a hat with a little adjustment on the back. I'm not a baseball player, so I wear this. So we wanted to get. You I don't want to confuse a wool anyone. Cap, a wool cap. People will see my awesome physique and think, "Do you play baseball? Are you really a player? What number are you?" So you know, it's I don't funny mess because with anybody. I said, "What size is your hat?" He's like, "I don't know." He goes, "I just like Doug I, wears a real hat, and I know what size Doug wears in a hat, and he's not home." So this is he funny. might be home. He just doesn't answer his texts anyway. No, I'm I'm away. <laughs> so I called over at the house because Emma was there, and I said, "Can you go look at Travis's hat, the one that's not adjustable, and tell me what size it is?" She's like, yeah. "Okay." Okay. So she goes okay. in there and looks, and she comes back and she goes, "It's a large." I'm like, "Well, it's a, it's a fitted hat. They don't do they don't, large. There's no sizes on the hose. So then she sends a picture of it. It's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> a seven I go, that's a large. seven. That's not an L. <laughs> I thought it was like a seven. Uh, see, I, I would have guessed like a seven and a quarter. Just the, says the, seven. The, the Poor him. Hat sizes, telling her. The hat sizes are so weird. Like it's, it's, you know, it's, just because I because I'm married to Doug and he worked at sporting goods stores. He used to work at the hat store. Yeah. So well, and Doug also has a pumpkin head. He has a gigantic <laughs> head. Yeah. Mega head. Yeah. Well, not because the, like the biggest size hat. I saw oh, there was a an eight. Doug does not wear an eight. But, you know, we're, we're looking, and they, they don't have a seven. They don't have a seven and a low profile, because we yeah, know that's only what he wanted a wants. low profile hat. Yeah. So, you know, the your small, selection is this The smallest big. they had was a seven and an eighth. Right? That, that's what we got was that's a seven and eighth. You know, before we even have one, we're just going to try it on my head and see, or her head, because she has a tiny head. I had a peanut head. She, uh, <laughs> she has a, like, strangely <laughs> tiny head. What's your head? frame of reference here, though? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're thinking between her head and my head, Trav must fall in the middle there somewhere. Somewhere, <laughs> yeah. That's just genetic. That's just genetic have a science. Head. Yeah. yeah that's that's you pushed his head out of your body. You might know how big it is. Yeah. <laughs> As an adult. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> That's what we ended up with was a seven and an eight. That was the closest that we, we could did get. find sevens, but they were the taller high profile that you didn't want. Yeah, correct. So we got you seven and eight low profile. Okay. Wool hat, not adjustable. I'm sure it'll be fine. I love Even it. Even with you those, so Doug says that they, you know, because they're made, you know, in a factory in China or something somewhere, that they're not exact. So he always likes to try on his hat because oh, because they're not. Okay. There's a little bit of you know variance on those. But it will shrink a little bit if it's too big, if you get it, like, sweaty, and then it dries. Doug knows because he, you know, sweats in his hat, and then... Once again, I never asked you for a hat, and for you he to, like... Hat, said, please go get me a hat. Oh, my God. Please go climb all those stairs, it. Mama. He wanted all those stairs. So everyone knows she's a liar. <laughs> I was and it says All-Star Game on it, because, hello. That's what he wanted. That's what I wanted. This is what he said. <laughs> I that- said, do you want a hat that says that they won the division? Or do you want an all-star hat? And this is what he says. Oh, I will up. quote. 
Shut I will up. quote him. Shut up. You're going to jinx it. This is a Dodger jinx. Shut your mouth. Change the subject. Let's talk about dogs. No, people want to know about the cats. People <laughs> are so, begging. This is what he says. I want the all-star game hat because the Dodgers won the division all the time. Boom. <laughs> it's over now. It's kind of true. It's over. It's not true, but whatever. I had a I had a volunteer who was just like, "What are you wearing a Boston hat for?" And I go, "My Dodgers are so good, they don't need my support." Right <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to support the team. And that's just truth. I mean, it's truth. Except you know, we went to the game on Monday night where they it was awesome, and then the next two games they lost. Did they? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> hey man, you went. You well, went, we had Kershaw, so hello. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, what a great game to go to. Yeah. But yeah, Carrot I mean, sucked a big one last. If night. you don't know anything about baseball, just know that if you win a hundred games. At this point in the season, you're fantastic. Go ahead and do one that's of these right. Yeah. right now. That's right. So, because no one does that. All right, move on to cats. 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 Talk about cats. I don't, have, cats a, I don't have a good cat update. Well, the last time we talked about cats, Princess was getting beat up and pushed out of the. Is she still getting beat up and pushed out? <laughs> Every day, because you said there's like some like cycles where. There is some cycles, and I'm, I, I've been like, uh, it's been happening for a month now to where, so Princess would bully and just be nasty to every cat in there. Uh, if they, like, come by her in a general space, Princess wants to claim everything, but she knows she can only claim, like, this half of the barn. So she's, I mean, ever since the beginning, she would just always be nasty to, like, every cat that would come by. I'm like feeding and she's like excited about food and some cat just walks by excitedly to want to, you know, be a part of the food thing. You know, nasty Does she hissing. run up and slap slap? No, no. Oh. She, she, she would actually do that in the beginning, but now she's, you know, figuring it out through, you know. Getting her butt kicked. Getting her butt kicked. Yeah. Um, she's never had any kind of sig- significant injury or anything. It's, it's, it's all about just posturing and energy and personalities she's never been injured or anything um but but yeah you know that's that's just kind of been happening for like the last two months or so and it's just not really going away it's actually like now like all the cats are like on this team to where it's like against princess yeah so, team princess, team not princess. <laughs> yeah, there's princess and then there's everybody else. And and there's a lot of bullying going on. Um, like even Wes was over the other day and like princess comes over and she's just like a meow, meow, meow. And like wants to come over to us because like us, like us humans is like refuge to her because she's figured that out. And then all the other cats like come out and they just start like. Sleeky following her. Terrible. In my front yard. Well, I was on the porch with you. I think it was last night. And like the two black cats are like right here, like 15 feet away. And they're just kind of meow, meow, milling about. They got their tails up. And then I thought it was Princess that came by on the side of the porch. No, it's Betty. Here comes Betty. These are the closest I've ever been to any of these cats. And they're just kind of walking up to you, like whatever. We're doing that because Trav's there. They wouldn't do it. Well, sure. They're not doing it for Yeah. It's, well, it's and they're I'm, hungry. I'm, I'm out sure. there and they're hungry. And I can like, I can pet them all like on my porch now. In, like, limited little ways. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Betty, like, last... The last week's been really tough because Betty just, like, will sit, like, on the side of my house on that little brick face. There's a little brick layer there. Mm-hmm. 
and just like meow, Ew. meow. Ew. She's just trying to say like I'm a victim. Because <laughs> um, he can speak cat. Mm-hmm. Cats. That's what they say. She learned the She's dialect. A victim of what? Well, because they're just kicking her out of the barn. They're like, screw you. Oh, We're you just... mean Princess is saying that. You said Betty. Oh, I said Betty. Yeah. Princess <laughs> is up, yeah, on, on, on the side of the house there, and she's just she's just been ostracized from the from the community. So Through um, all fault of her own. I mean, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> I don't really have a lot of sympathy for her. <clears throat> yep. I wanna see if she can kinda like learn and figure things out, but Knowing, like, her crazy cycles that she has, where it's, like, sometimes she's fine and then sometimes she's crazy. I, I Honestly, for, like, the last month, I've been, like, mm, maybe I should just call the cat people and be, like, she needs to go somewhere else. And, you know, if it's, like, a deficit, like, bring you can bring me another one and I'll just I'll start the process over again. Because all, all the other cats are, like, so sweet and welcoming and if, if I, I, I know if I brought another cat that wasn't like her, uh, they would be welcoming to that. Yeah, you think that. They're coming into her, their territory. It might that, be a I process. Mean, I mean, honestly, you're absolutely right there. Because it's like cats. It's cats. Cats. Like, you can't, like, you can't predict what they're going to do. This is it's what, like you can train your cat. This is no. what I say about the situation. Nobody's getting hurt. <laughs> There's not a cat fight. Nobody has an abscess or a yeah, bite. Or yeah, yeah. And, and all of this is through princesses choosing mm-hmm. to do this. So I look at it as it's, the, it's their dynamic. It's, the, it's, it's just like humans. It's their dynamic. It's cat politics. It's cat politics. They, yeah, they, but and, 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 and I, I definitely... But would they be happier without her? I, I, well, yes. And I, I, and, and I definitely uh, agree with, you know, this is just what happens. And they should try and figure it out. But my, my, my big hesitation is that... Princess will just like whine and meow cry all night long, all night long, just like in my front area. And that and 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 those types of things, in my opinion, is going to draw predators. Yep. Um, it's going to draw in coyotes or bobcats, something that's, you know, going to harm them. So when she does that and goes into that mode, is it time for her to have her little princess time out where she can safe and quiet in the Have barn? you done that more than once? Or does she just do that every day? I only, I only did that the one time when she got really bad mm-hmm. and then things got really good yeah. where I put her in her little isolation crate um, that had her own box and food. Um, she can clear her crazy princess she head. She can just like calm down a little bit. Um, but... It might be a cycle thing that you have to do. Maybe it's when, when what is it, Mercury's in retrograde? That's what it is. Yeah, Princess, all kinds of weird stuff's happening. Oh, jeez, I heard that. I don't, I don't even know I've what it is. I've heard that means. like four times in the last week. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still like really on the edge of whether or not I just call the cat ladies and be like, I think we need to switch to something else. Because once again, that constant crying at night. It's a danger. You know, it's like there's predators all around me, and I know predators are all around me, and they work in cycles too. Um, luckily right now with all the horrible clearing and the burning that's going on, like w- when it comes to like predators or, or ho- hogs or anything else, everything's been like kept at bay, but you know, that's going to go away. The predators are all going to come back and that constant crying all the, all the time, she's going to draw predators that are going to, that it basically endangers the other cats that are around who are smart and savvy. Um, cause that is just like. You know, it's just like a dinner bell to, you know, uh, like other types of wildlife. So I, 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 I'm still like right on the edge of like, I don't think she should be here anymore. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, that's 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 where I'm at with with Princess. I did go look in on my way upstairs at the little chicken and my little chick. And I was like, "What are y'all doing in there?" Beep, did you beep, see the beep, chick, beep. or is it just under its mama? It was under. And if you want to see that chick, then you have to like kind of go to war. I'm not him. dumb. Like <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna just like. I know where that chick is. Stick it in my hand in there to be pet. It's under there. That's Might a... be venomous. You don't know. <laughs> Prove to me it's not. It's a little tiny thing. It comes out there and beep 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 beep. But you know nothing that? from the other eggs though. I checked them today, and that that hen that's roosting on those eggs, she's nasty too. I told Eva go out there and look at those other eggs and see if they've hatched. And so she, She's like, I can handle these chickens. She goes, comes back in. She goes, I can't get underneath that chicken. <laughs> I tried with a stick. I tried with everything. It's pecking the stick. I went out there. It's back is to me. You can't, like, do this. Yeah. No, you just have to do just, one of these real quick. Because, because you do this, it does this. You, it comes back at you. So I just opened it up, reached my hand under, pshoo, <laughs> and just send her off in the air a little off bit. Off you go. She gets all mad. She's sitting on four eggs, but. It's just so funny, though, that all of a sudden we get this photograph from your dad. And I'm like, I had to, like, do like you do on your iPhone. What? I'm like, that's a baby down there. So that little chick comes right out of the egg, and it can walk around and beep, 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 beep. It doesn't have to sit under the mama for a little while or nothing. It just went down the the ramp, too. That was crazy. Whose dog is this? Unicorn Kitty. It's yours oh. now. Oh, kitty. Could what be mine. You, kitty? If you don't want her anymore, I'll take her. Oh, kitty. She can be mine. She's just go get in the sink and get a bath. I know she hasn't yet, though. Because I've been busy. Uh-huh. So busy, bro. All day. Trying to adapt to a kooky old dog. Kooky. Oh, I just feel bad for you because... I lived through it for two years, and it was really hard, really hard. Well, yours was well, super kooky. That's the thing that I was trying to explain to people is, you know, I don't really know this dog. I never lived with her. I've spent time with her at my mom's house years ago when she was, you know, vital. Yeah. And not an old granny. And dogs age differently where they go a little bit cuckoo. They all start to do different kooky things. So... Until I have time with her, it's going to take me a while to figure her out. And it didn't take me long to figure... So, so the story with this dog is... Because um, pe- I think a lot of people think that I went and took her from my mom. But I didn't. This dog... Um, my mom went in the hospital like six months ago with pneumonia. And she was in the hospital for like... a a week or 10 days or something and she has a bad heart and they moved her from there to a, uh, a nursing home you call it rehab but yeah. it's basically yeah. you know it's more it's less like a, an assisted living it's more like a more like a it's like a hospital transition yeah but if you live in texas <laughs> texans would use the we use the word nursing home and that's like saying i'm taking you to something Less than a Walmart nursing homes in Put Texas you in a home. aren't good. Where your mom it is is like a no, really well, no, that's the nursing home. new place. The, the, no, the the place where she transitioned from the hospital to the nursing home was terrible. Mm-hmm. And the, they want her to get strong enough to recover from her illness. 
before she can go home. It's like home. you're not sick enough to be in the hospital, but you're not strong enough to go home. Exactly. So there's like a transition period of time. And I think she was in there for like a month or something. Is it that long? So, um, obviously, during that time, I'm estranged with my mom. So I hear what's happening, but I don't, I don't speak. You know, we don't speak, so I have no idea. But I have good friends in Southern California that I've had for years and years. And the girl who bought hair of the dog from me and Rochelle, her name is Julie, she took her to take care of her, took her to her house and took care of her for months and months and months and months. Because after Ma got out of that place, then she got moved into the assisted living place, which is a very nice place. Um, but Julie had her the whole time until you start to try to make decisions about an 88-year-old woman, not me, but my brother, on where she's going to live, and you have the dog. And there was never an option for her to live with the dog. No, because she can't care for herself, exactly. much less a little dog that's... Exactly. So, so a month or so ago, or a month or two ago, because I, I have conversation with Julie. Um, Julie's the one who bought the business. Julie has yeah. bought hair of the dog and had melba at her at her home so she said you know i can't keep this dog you know her and her husband want to travel all the time and she said you know i've got clients i think i could probably place her so doing things the legal way i told her you need to get an owner surrender from my mom because that's how this works you don't take somebody's dog and go place it because all kinds of things come back to you with accusations of you took my dog yeah so she did. And Especially with our family and the little well, things. Well, hello. Little things that are going on. Right. And this was not something that I was going to insert myself in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I was already on the outs with, as far as my mom was concerned. Um, so Julie placed her in a nice home the first time. The lady had cats. And Melba was going to eat those cats. So that didn't work. So she came back to Julie. <clears throat> and then... A few weeks later, she had another client who said that she'd like to try her, so she took her home and lived in a town home. And apparently, Melba, like if you leave her, she panics and just barks and barks and barks and barks and barks and barks. And she was going to, the, the neighbors are complaining. You can't, nobody cares if my dog barks here when living out in the country. <laughs> but uh, my dog barks in the house and we're not home. Nobody cares. So. She returned her again, and that's when I told Julie, I said, that's, that's enough of that. I'm just going to come out there and get her, regardless of... Well, she was your dad's dog, too, that your dad she, loved. She's 15 years old. My dad's been dead for 12 years. So, yeah, she, you know, he, he went and got that dog, and he loved her, and my mom loves her. But it's just very difficult because... You know, I'm on the I'm on the outs with my mother, and it's her dog. And my brother just wanted to put her to sleep, and my sister. There's a whole other seven <laughs> Your whole podcast. podcast. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's not my though. sister would not lift a finger to help anybody but herself. So that's that's would. probably about the simplest way to say that. And so there's just nothing nowhere for this little dog to go other than me taking care of her. And who's better suited anyway? I mean, seriously. <laughs> what's one more, honestly? What's one? But, more? you know, you roll in with this. First, I had to go pick her up. And 
um, assess who she is. The first thing I figured out very quickly is she can't hear. She can't hear a single thing. She's very thin. She's very unsteady on her feet. She's very old. She's an old little dog. And, you know, her mouth smells rotten. And Julie, you know, Julie called me like three months ago and said, you know, what vet does your mom take the dog to? I said, I have no clue. I have no clue where her history is. So Julie took her and just got her vaccinated. And they ran blood work on her and said she's in renal failure. But I don't know what to, to what degree. So I took her today to Dr. Reno's and, you know, we'll run blood and urine and get a little understanding of where she sits right now. And she d needs to have her teeth cleaned and she needs to have a lot of teeth pulled. Because, you know... Yeah, yeah, it's risky to take a dog to surgery at 15, but it's also risky to let them have a bunch of infection running through their bloodstream. So, Especially in the mouth. Especially in their mouth. Well, you did that with old Arthur. Yeah. Bark. Bark, you know. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. Just uh, take care of her. and For however long she's got. For however long she has. And... <clears throat> That's the story of Melba. Wow, she acclimating to your house now. You know what? She she's a very competent little dog with other dogs. She doesn't have any. She'll correct because Pinky Pinky's the monster. When, Worst dog ever. When, <laughs> when you bring a new dog into my house, you know Pinky's gonna posture over her, stand next to her. Pinky was in trouble for like every ten minutes for the first few hours of because you're not gonna do that. You're just not going to. And but Melba would stand up for herself. It's fantastic. She's like, she's gonna fit right in. Man. Yeah, she'll be fine. She'll be just fine. But I told your mom though, when I think of Pinky doing that though, why would any of us be surprised that Pinky is who she is if she's there at the dog auction and she's just in the cage by herself? She has no fear. No fear. And she's nope. just like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> you know. Of course she's going to be who she is. But that's what I want in a dog. Uh, you know, I want a dog that has self-esteem and stands up for themselves. All of my dogs are like that. None of them are. You came into the... Well, you got a pup pup. I was like, I was correcting somebody. It's and George like, and Levon. And you're like, don't don't scare my Bessie. I yeah. Bessie well, you, doesn't get you scared. You went and slapped a magazine at somebody. Yeah, like, I'm, and I'm like, my, Bessie was right hand. there. I'm like, don't you dare. Don't, don't you, you dare scare her. Don't you scare Bessie. <laughs> I laughed. Like, well, you can't scare Bessie. You really can't. <laughs> you've yelled for Bessie to come to you and she just looks at you. If you yelled for Bessie to come to you, then Bessie goes, I'm not no. going to do it. Yeah, We're she's like, done. you know what? We had something and now it's broken. Now it's over. <laughs> <You wound laughs> I'm not coming. You know, I was I was watching her at my house and now I can only tell you this now. <laughs> if she went out of your fence again, I'm going to have a heart attack. Uh, four, three times. But it's fine. She has to stay at Wes's house. No. But you know what? He'll, no. just, color her, yeah, she he'll just color her blue. She ain't staying over there. It's going to do rainbow zebra no, she's, this time. She's perfectly fine at my house because my routine with my dogs is that when I, when I, and I'm not saying it's wrong what you do, because with, with your setup, that, everything works out perfect. I've learned that the hard way when trying to watch like uh, Loretta, Peggy, or B at my house. Uh -huh. Because if they don't have a dog door, all of a sudden, everything goes out the window for uh -huh. them. But Bessie, Bessie's a unique little animal. Yes, so she is. <laughs> I can, I can, I can easily adapt her to my house. She peed on my floor one time. 
one time, which is nothing. It doesn't mean anything to me. Uh-huh. But basically what I'm saying is when I let my dogs outside, <clears throat> I'm there the entire time. Uh-huh. I look at every single dog. When a dog starts peeing, I start counting. That's how crazy I am. <laughs> He's so inside. So when when Bessie, he's making a spreadsheet. So when, when when Bessie's outside at my house and she starts going towards that fence, I just go Bessie, and then she because she starts getting curious, <laughs> looking through those bars that she knows that she could squeeze right through into the woods, into the woods, and I just call her name nicely, nicely. No, you can't demand it. No. no, no, you can't get mad. Not with Bessie. <laughs> Not with my Bessie. <laughs> but I just say Bessie. Bessie, Bessie. Come on, Bessie. do it. And she goes, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and even even when she would go all the way through the bars and she would be in the grass, all she wants to do is just go roll in the grass. Yeah, yeah get really itchy. So, which, whatever. But even still, like, she, I would come out, because it's like, I just want to, like, wash a dog bowl for, like, 20 seconds, but you can't do that, you know. So, and I would just, like, look out, and I see her out there. It's like, I come out, and I just go, you come here, Bessie. You come back in here. And then she just drops and goes, okay, yeah. She doesn't come back, though. She walks right back over to the fence. I pick her up and bring her right back See, because you're mean. That's why she doesn't do it to you. Stop being a monster. Yeah, you're not a nice person. <laughs> we she, can see right, she can see right through you, we right through your whole... facade of, like, pretending to be nice. You can't do that, though. Real. Your yeah. mind will let you do it. Yeah, because she's, you know she's angry. Because a lot, well, like... Okay. Well, because I'm Bessie's used to... I'm, bad. Well, I'm used to Mr. Fred, which is the same thing. Yeah. Yep. He would, bop. he would do something. Boop, like boop, this. bop. <laughs> Walk to leave. Boop. Just go gallop through the woods. <laughs> but And if you wanted him back, you have to be like, come on, fat. You, but if you're mad, he's like, oh, you're no, mad. I ain't going back there. He's <laughs> mad. <laughs> I'm not coming. Somewhere else then. <laughs> Plot it and off. So, Off he goes. Uh, like when Tater was under the bed covered in mud. And, and Tater same way. And you couldn't talk to him sweet, so you had to get Travis if to you, go. If, <laughs> you, if you yell at Tater, like, to get your butt home right now, you won't get Tater. He's just going to freeze and yep. collapse. He freezes. He can't, he freezes. His it. eyes get even littler. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you have to be nice to him to get him out yeah. your Stop bed. Stop being mean to him. Well, she, she can't do it, so she has to have somebody else I have it. many a times <laughs> walked home with Tater, and he ventures off somewhere, and I yell at him to get back, and he doesn't. And I walk in the house... And I say to Kirk, your dog's outside. Because you go can't even him. pretend your to dog's be nice. outside. Your dog's outside, go get him. <laughs> and and he'll go he... out there and he'll go, come here, Tater. 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 And then he'll get those little squinty eyes and he'll run home. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I wish you could have seen Tater at the party, we at the auction party. I'm just surprised he didn't On Sunday. I mean, he just like, you know Tater with his tail? Yeah. So the tail's just like, and he's like just going around. And he would like no, didn't cry any. But he one day like kiss everybody on the mouth. I'm like, don't <laughs> kiss Tater, Tater on the eats mouth. Poop. Yeah, I was like, Tater eats poop. Don't kiss him on the mouth. Tater doesn't oh. just eat poop. Tater like he eats he's poop. the worst poop eater. You and have. then I'm sitting here and there's all these ladies around. So he comes under and gets under my bad knee and my good knee. His head's here and his body's out the back and he's wagging. Tater tail. His tail is made of wood like his whole body. And then Daryl comes in, and Daryl went in the kitchen. And there were nothing but cakes in there. And there was, oh, charcuterie was up there. And it was like salami, hard he cheeses. Up there? And he's looking, looking. And all of a sudden, I hear Travis, good decisions, Daryl. Good decisions. <laughs> you make good choices. I only, or good I, choices. Yeah, good I, choices. I only, I only brought him for the second half because that's, first of all, it's like too hot. It's too much for Daryl. Yeah. And then second of all. I just really worry about him just nailing someone, just knocking him right over. But he was you know? so happy. I mean, he just, his nub just was like going tiger. the whole time. Yeah, he I know. Oh, well, and I, everybody I, loved him. I, I, I just think it was perfect because like, 
you know, if 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 I'm gonna bring him over there and like you have like thirty people in the same room, in a small room, in a small room, oh, just constant. But when 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 I brought him, it was like everyone's like in thirds. It's like some are in like 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 the main area, some are in like intake, and then some are in like the lobby. It's like okay, he can he can deal with like these small groups, and 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 he did really good. Yeah. Um, but I just I always worry about him just like. You guys have well, no- he doesn't jump on people, but he, he jumps on me when I... He can have bouts of excitement to where you're going to get nailed. Yeah, he has jumped know. on me at my house when he's excited. Really? Yeah, he'll jump, on, never he'll jump, jump on, on you me. and then he'll tiger yeah, claw. Yeah, tiger claw. He'll, like, tiger claw. Wow. he'll have like a scratch across wow. your... Yeah. But some people who've never seen... He doesn't do that to me, but... Do it to he me. only does that to, do me, to me, like, either. when he's really excited and I'm, you know, we've gotten home and we go straight outside and he's, you know, super... Yeah. And it's very not common, but he has done it. Yeah, I, I just have him push his big fat butt like up against you, so it's yeah, he's you know, yeah, that, knock you that. that. He can knock somebody over with it. all of my bears. I just you know, you know I just I, I I definitely wanted to bring him, but I just yeah. Most he, people he, aren't accustomed to like a bear bumping and like you know being ready. Well, yeah, a lot of people will even understand well, the people, size of that. People yeah. there had not. Some people there had never seen one in person, yeah. and then when they saw his. Paul, yeah, they were like just astonished yeah. at the size of his paw because literally Daryl's paw is almost my. I mean, my hand is about yeah, the size you, if, of it. If, Laura, if you Big. curled your hand like this, that's like Daryl's. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. it's just massive, and I loved watching um, the NASCAR driver David Starr. He just went down on his knee to him, <laughs> and I could tell that he thought he was magnificent the mm-hmm. way that. We all look at Daryl and think he's magnificent, but his whole family, you know, they loved him. Yeah. Big old dummy. He's a big sweet boy, but he's... He was very interested in what was being served over there. <laughs> his, his nose, he just went... Yeah. I don't call him a big wild tiger for nothing, you know. <laughs> but you know, you would never think he's at the age that he is. The people couldn't believe how old he was because he, he doesn't look it. Yeah. I've owned Bordeaux for personally just me, my own for ten years, and he's my. I've owned probably six or seven. Six. Technically, Jim Bob was mine, but yeah, um, but yeah, he's 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 the oldest Bordeaux I've I've ever had. Oh, and he's well. he's now he's now reaching like the oldest, getting to the point where the oldest Bordeaux we've ever had. Well, I mean, I've had Bordeaux for twenty two years, and the oldest Bordeaux that I ever had was Ethel. Ethel made it to ten. Ten. She almost made it to eleven. Yeah. Ethel. And Vera Vera was one week shy of ten, when she died. Those are my oldest Bordeaux. Otherwise, other than that, six seven. Yeah. Six seven, and, and we didn't know how old Donkey younger. was. Yeah. I have any idea how old Donkey was? And Daryl, Daryl's going to be seven in October. Yeah. And usually, the ones that I've lost in the six to seven, it's been cancer. Yeah. Because I've lost most of them to cancer, most of them to bone cancer, except yeah. for Nadine. She hers was on her, on her kidney. So yeah, their life expectancy, the average of their life expectancy is seven. Yeah. But sometimes you get ones, I mean, because Ethel was, you know, she was in fantastic health and an athlete all the way until she was 10 years old. Yep. You would never, she didn't gray. 
you would never know that that dog was that old. Ugh, that's what I think about for Daryl, too. Yeah. It's just going to be one of those where it's just like, one day, Yeah. you you see something, you see some Well, it's like Sarge. Sarge never looked old, either. One day, one day, he's got a significant limp. Talk about a gorgeous Bordeaux. Like, he was, he was, you know, back, you know, years before, but, um... He's stunning. Yeah. I mean, he's a gorgeous dog. His, do I remember it wrong that his head was either at or above your island level? It just seems like he he was. He, he seems was like dog. he was bigger to me than any of your border. He was, he was definitely. Than he, was, he, he was definitely Daryl size. I want to say he's like he was like a little bit bigger, bigger than, than Daryl. Yeah. He probably was bigger than Daryl. Wasn't Nadine bigger than Daryl? Nadine no. was pretty big. She was pretty no, big. Nadine was tall, but she didn't have the muscle. She didn't have the head. She wasn't yoked so, like Daryl. So, you know, it's like, you know, what is your classification? Well, there? I mean, I go by weight because Nadine weighed like 120, 125. That's what my okay. girls weighed. Yeah. And Daryl doesn't weigh that. Daryl's 110, 115. Which is yeah. the same as Bub's. But I always, oh, Bub's. I always, I always, I always keep Daryl pretty lean, so. Yeah, Norm weighed 120. Betty weighed 120. Jess yeah. always says she's skinny, so. I've seen Daryl a little fat. I've seen Daryl a little thin. He's yeah. usually a little thin when he comes back from my house because I think I just don't feed him. He's a specimen. He's beautiful. A mountain of tiger yeah. meat. Oh, well, we all, you know, we all knew he was a gorgeous bear covered in mud. Go get him. That on, that awesome. di- <laughs> on that patio table, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and like 10 months old at that age, at that time. He's still dumb. He is very dumb. He's, he's very a bad sweet. boy. Gets in he's bad boy trouble. Very sweet, and he's very good. He's <laughs> a good boy. A good at my boy. House. He's just done. I wanted to talk about that a little bit, which means we're sitting here rapping about Bordeaux's of the podcast that we did on Bordeaux's, and that turned out to be pretty successful. That helped us with a lot of placements. It of, definitely feels like it did. I mean, you guys are more in the trenches of that than than I am. Well, she gets the feedback. Of I just do the behavior reports and and say. But you know, we were we were kind of in a log jam with like twelve Bordeaux. We had the most Bordeaux that we've had since we started the rescue. Yeah, and that's a, and that's a little scary because Bordeaux <laughs> typically take us longer longer to, to place to place just because we want to make sure you know as always that it's a great fit for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think from doing the podcast on the Bordeaux, it really kind of helped funnel people into, okay, this dog I, sounds like a fit. Mm-hmm. And then they put an app in, and I could see whether or not they were yeah. a fit for this dog or or another dog. And we had, like, one person who wanted a certain dog, and they weren't a fit there, but they were a fit somewhere else. And mm-hmm. so now we're down to just two Bordeaux without homes. Right. And, and in that category of 12 Bordeaux, three of them were in the harder-to-place category because they couldn't be with little dogs. And that... that you know, very difficult. Cuts your short list, yeah. you know, and takes weeds it's a lot a, of... It put, takes a miracle. Weeds a lot of homes out. No mm-hmm. little dogs, no cats. You and know? you have to have the right person, a person that understands what that means. Yeah. And they're willing to take that on in their life. And so, that, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it makes it difficult. And ironically, those three were the first ones that got placed. <laughs> awesome. So I just think in the future, and I think this is just something that we should talk about, when we have, you know, 15 dogs in the rescue, I think we should have a podcast and bring Emma and Jenna because they spend most time with these rescue dogs, and let's discuss them. You know, what do you see with this dog? Who is this dog? 
You know, that little crown. She's a nut. I told that. I knew that dog was a well, nut. Well, I mean, like, the first fr- five minutes, Frenchies I, is not a problem. So for me. Sometimes they are, though. Sometimes they got knives. If and, you've got uh, an older Frenchie that has particular, then we could have an issue. But generally, we don't need a podcast for Frenchies. I just think a lot of times people don't. Lords just want to get bombarded by yeah, well, no, it's, Please don't email me. No, I mean, because right now we only have two available Frenchies in our rescue, two. But I think the issue and is, and this was the issue well, with Bordeaux, they all look the same to people. Yeah. Well, yeah, they all yeah. look the same. We also took on a whole lot. Because yeah, a lot. Yeah, there's we a just, lot of specific well, we just, things about each one, and was, you get lost. It was really hard to say no, and then we did say no, and then we hated saying no, and then we had to bring in the rest, you yeah. know, so... Um, that was which are the only two that are left that aren't placed right, right? and that's just because their vetting the is bu- they're the, the last ones in the, their vetting is behind everybody yeah. else and they I mean we had the other dogs almost like three weeks before we took the two the last yeah. two so everybody else is that much further right. ahead right and we should just know are. for ourselves and our stress that like we extended a little bit made ourselves a little crazy but it worked out you know a lot of work in the process, especially yeah. when you're juggling and rotating. Bears. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work for everybody. It's a lot well, of work. I'm not trying to discount that because I'm, you know, I'm right there. Hello. For the care of them, it's a lot of work on me. Yeah. It's it's a lot of work. And and when talking about a lot of, let's talk about Cleo. Because there's a lot of. There's a well, lot. There's a lot. I just. So today is Thursday. Cleo's still in the hospital. And she's, our emergency animal hospital is in the same building, kind of like what you see at hospitals. Like if you're pulmonologist or your cardiologist, their office is in the hospital. Yeah. Well, our specialists are in the same hospital building. So Cleo has been going back and forth from being under the care of animal diagnostic clinic to the ER and then back to animal diagnostic clinic. And now ADC animal diagnostic clinic closes on thursday afternoons and they won't reopen again until monday so every time she switches back and forth we have to pay the bill so just as we started doing the podcast i had to pay her bill at adc and we've spent twenty thousand dollars on her to save her life and we're not done and she's still in the hospital and she's still in the hospital feeding tube and you know i talked to dr roth this afternoon and she's got a feeding tube. She's doing really well tolerating that. She's jumping around with the water hose, wanting to play, but she won't eat. She will not eat. Hmm. She refuses to eat. She will not take any medications by mouth. So hmm. she has to have her IV and her feeding tube so that they can keep her going. But trying to get her going again as far as eating, you know, is a problem. And I just told Doctor Off, I'm like, at this point, we're so far in, you know, because some people. Be- some people maybe because of the money would like try to take her out of the hospital now and try to like manage, manage this tube. at mm-hmm. home but what are the kidney, value, this kidney values aren't normal yet they're they're improving but they're not normal yeah how, how out of whack are the kidney levels i don't know what the number is today i think it was as high as 11, and I know it came down to 7. It came down to 7. I think it's like 6.3, something like that. 
but he told me today that he did like going from that initial 11 to 7 he expects to see that when they turn the corner mm-hmm. but as they get better he you never see another giant leap okay. it just gets slowly better when's now, the, when's the last time that she ate anything oh how many days ago <clears throat> three weeks probably three weeks we had her at the sanctuary mm-hmm. And everybody said, we can't get this dog to eat. We just can't. We've tried everything. We can't get her to eat. We said, let's move her to the ranch. Let's give her a little change of, you know, of subject and a different environment and different people. And let's see if that, because we're thinking she's like depressed. Yeah. Because we've seen that. Yeah, because we have seen that. So we take her to the ranch. I think we had her there for probably three or four days. And Jessica's like. Jessica's sitting with her. Sitting with her. I've got hot dogs. I've got cheese. You know, I'm like putting it in her mouth. You know, where we call it like what, you know, what's your whistle? What's your whistle? Sometimes you just need them like get a little taste and they, and go, they like go, start oh, the food okay, engine. Yeah, get a little hot dog and you just rub it on their nose yeah. and then yeah. they go, mmm. Yeah. And then they, can, then they, they kind of go, okay. Pleh. Every time, pleh, right. Doesn't want any part mm. of anything, like anything. So we is that the, the longest we've ever had a dog not eat anything with their mouth? The, for the rescue, it is. Yeah. yeah. I know it is. You know, Sunday when I went to the hospital, well, Dr. Murray had said, hey, you know, I'm really worried. This is so, Sunday was the day where we thought she wasn't going to make it through the day. They were scared. They said, you might want to come up here. You might want to bring anything. And we're, and we're talking to Dr. Reno at the same time, and we are talking to Emma. We're talking to Dr. Murray. You're talking to Dr. Gray. You're in California. I'm in California. So we're all having these conversations. And, you know, Dr. Reno's like, it sounds to me like she's going into multi-organ failure. Well, she just, she looked terrible. So I go to McDonald's and I got like a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Because I'm like, my dogs would tear that up. Yeah. And I'm thinking just that, you know, they smell kind of, have a little bit of that grease on them. You know, you smell. So I open that and I take out a little, like, in between in between a quarter and a 50 cent piece of just cheese and egg and she's like this looking at me so i put it like right here in front of her and she felt so terrible she just laid her head down in the food and she never even tried to do any yeah. and she didn't even try to lay her head somewhere where the food wasn't it's just it meant absolutely nothing to her i took you know turkey i just yeah just nothing what, so is then, the, what is so the medical? We, was it the next day that, that we had all the edema? Was that the next? No, that was that day. That day. So so, so all of her after limbs. I, so after I left with the biscuit, which was in the morning, so that was like 10, 10 o'clock, something like that, that I left, and the doctor was telling me how worried he was, and and the edema started after I left. So between like... 10 30 and 3 p.m she just started she looked really terrible to me when i was in there mm-hmm. she just really i was afraid and I, so she started with edema with all of her limbs like in this her is legs. all post-op wait yes. way post-op well, she well had the yeah. surgery saturday and this yeah. happened sunday oh yeah so it's and the, she'd gotten plasma so when i went to take her biscuit she'd had a half a bag of plasma and they said this plasma should finish in a little bit but mm-hmm. that was still going so she's oozing from her incision she's oozing fluid from her nose her nose and from her and they keep she keeps blowing her veins she keeps blowing her veins they keep trying to get a new one in and it blows and it blows and then when they get one in then it oozes fluid so at that point 
Emma said, let me go down. I, she goes, I just want to get eyes on her. Now, remember, Emma is an emergency vet tech. And she could pick their brains in a different way. Right. So she, she says, I just want to go down and see and talk to them about what we're seeing. And, and I said, you know, if you f- feel like maybe you might want to make the call here, you know, like, are we going to give up on, on this? Because, you know, things just don't look good. Well, they were saying things to <clears throat> us like they're afraid she's just going to crash. Yeah. Because she had collapsed. The... Outside. Not even 24 hours. She had, you know, just totally went down where they had to carry her. Yeah. So Emma Emma reported that, you know, she looks like shit. That's what she said. She looks terrible. And she's oozing from everything. And Emma felt like we should euthanize her. And she said "I." her concern was that she crashes and they can't get a vein and, 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 and euthanize her quietly and peacefully meaning she's awake she's not you know she's looking at you she's awake and she's crying and they have to do like yeah, a she's thing. worried that you're going to lose the opportunity to do it in the most humane which way. means which means that you're not going to have the opportunity to get a vein right so they to, have to heart stick them yeah. or jugular stick them yeah, yeah. which is a, a more dramatic euthanasia that you don't want to go to yeah. it's not as kind it's mm. not as kind so it always this isn't always like lies with well, me, it, and I it, just it's, like it's just been a terrible. It 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 was just not ever. There was n- never a good decision to be made, and there was never a clear path. Yeah. There's still not a clear path. Yeah. For her, Dr. Rolf said this afternoon. He said, "We are never going to know what happened. Was was there some toxin that, you know, I mean, because she wasn't eating when she came to us. Yeah." So was there, did she get into something wherever she was yeah. before we got her? We don't know. Well, I still want to see the biopsy of that spleen and see what comes back on that. Because he said, they said they, they had like green plaque on it. Lesions. Lesions. So we don't know what that is. Hmm. So, you know, it, it, well, there we are on Sunday with the let's make the call of what we're going to do. And I said to Jessica, I said, I'm just... And I told you, my gut says we just wait. We wait a little bit. We just wait. I want to give her, I would prefer that a dog get euthanized in a more dramatic way than euthanizing her and not ever knowing if she could have rebounded. Well, and that's very specific to this case. I mean, saying something like that gives me pause because, you know, most, most people wait too long. I don't like to wait too long. Yeah. But when I'm dealing with something that's really weird and doesn't make sense and puzzles people. Well, I think that's a better statement. Yeah. That that you were saying is you're saying. already overcome odds to get that far. Yeah. Well, it's it's what's wrong with her doesn't make any sense. So I'm not seeing normal decisions here. Right. But everything, everything, you know, Saturday and to that point, realistically, she should have died. You know, she I thought she might just die on her own. I thought or she, die on the table. Die, or, I thought she was going to die, die in surgery because yeah. of her age. She's a five-year-old Bordeaux going through. That's what I'm saying. So for huge. her to have survived that far and then to quit without any real specific diagnosis, answers, lack of hope. Yeah. You know. I just, felt like it didn't hurt to just give her a little decisions more Decisions like this always come down to what you feel in your gut. And that's, that's, all, and that's always that's worked out. Her so and I were at, at lunch, you know, trying to answer this. And Emma says, she thinks we should get over. And I said, well, what's your gut say? She says, my gut says keep going. I said, well, that's what we do then. 
It's good enough for me. We're just going to wait. We're just going to wait and see. And we said we just reassess in the evening. Like, let's, because it was like, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon. Well, this is California time. Well, and, and I always know for me if my phone's ringing or if it's not ringing. So my phone's not ringing. That's good. Yeah. Because when my phone rings. Something bad's happening over there. Two times in one hour. That is not a good sign. Yeah. So it was like eight eleven. I know means the you exact. You have to make other people's phones ring right. if your phone's ringing. Yes. I know. <laughs> yes. Well, it was eight eleven, and I t- texted Dr. Murray, and I was just like, you know, do you think can she hang in until Dr. Rolf can get back? And you know, do you think she'll make it overnight? And she said, I think she's going to make it overnight. Overnight. I thought, good. I'm going to bed. <laughs> you know, and and then she never she never cratered again. She. She and that's where we're at. We're at a dog who seems to feel good. They take her outside with the hose. She wants to bite it. Well, that was even the thing when when she got when she stopped eating. She seemed like she felt okay. She's not having diarrhea. She's not throwing up. No, she yeah. wags her tail. She's happy she to see She didn't you. act like a sick dog. Well, now, though, she's getting full nutrition right. from an NG tube. Yeah. I mean, full. Like, it's at max. So she should feel good. Yeah. yeah. And he told me that. It's very rare for him to see a dog with her kidney numbers being as good as they are, even though they're not normal, to not be eating. To not eat. So he's kind of dumbfounded of why she still won't eat. So we still don't know. It's still... It makes me think that it just has to be behavioral. Well, the owner, the guy who owned all of these dogs, reached out to Cassandra and said... When she was a puppy, I had to hand feed her. Well, he emailed us that Big too. Big Lou. Vera. Big Lou. Trying to play airplane yeah. like forever. Yeah, oh my gosh, here, open your mouth. And then sometimes I have to open that big lip, that <laughs> mouth. I got, <laughs> I got to put it, stick it inside. Put a hot dog in there. And then I stick that meat spoon inside and just <laughs> sling it. So you have to eat it. Oh my God. Eva had to do that to Nana. Like one yeah. of the times that she watched her, where she's sad because I left and she doesn't want to eat. So she's airplaning her. Yeah. So, you know, I would just hope that we get a home lined up for her pretty soon. She, has a, she has a home. She was supposed to be adopted on Friday. And Hopefully all this. someone's like qualified. Someone yeah. Well, we can't so, place her until she's out of the hospital and, and she we, eats for us. Yeah. But it's an only dog home with Mastiff experience and they've been kept up to speed every single update and they're here locally. Maybe we should just move right along to that. I don't want to take a chance on her crashing. That's true, too. And someone not noticing the signs of the crashing. Yeah, you crashing. can't place that dog in a home right now. Ugh, yeah. Nope, she has to prove to us that she's going to. You have to eat a hamburger first. Eat. Well, yeah. like I told Dr. Roth, I said, at this point, you know, we've gone this far. We've spent this much. We want her plumbing working from yeah. the start to the end. Yeah. For a while. The... But I prefer not, to, you know. Sometimes it takes a while. Man, that spork. Looking at those solid stools this morning, I'm like, oh, look at this. It's wonderful. She still doesn't she's look still like she's still skinny. She still looks like she's skinny. Well, no, because she's I, eating six cups I, I, of food a day. I, but I know, she's but also at the ranch I know, but at least like at least like her body is like dealing with it and processing it at a normal way now. Yeah. Before it's like you're a skeleton. I'm trying to feed you whatever you can eat, and oh my god, like the cow patty cow di- diarrhea. Uh, I mean, we're talking like this big. There's a lot of quality coming out of there. Yeah. That dog's hungry, though. Like, when I go to the ranch, I mean, yeah, she's wild, so she's burning those calories. But, like, anything on the counter, she's up there all the time. She wants to know what it she's is. She's very sad. She's very well, it, just, it just takes a while for that body to just, like, go, 
We can we we can just we have consistency now. You know, like like Spork, it's like, gosh, you're a stray, you're running loose in Van Alstine up there for like two weeks. Someone catches you and has you for a week to feed you normally. Now you come to us, you know, trying to manage you here. We have things go backwards. Let's try and manage you over here. Basically, she sets a Find that consistency. Understand this is her life right now and just calm the hell down. Yeah. Let your system calm down and just start dealing with things normally. And it's it's hard too, especially with dogs like that. It's like, has your system ever worked normally? Because you've been like in chaos for your entire life. Yeah. I can see all the signs of that inside and outside of your body. So it it it, it could just it it just takes way longer sometimes. So. Well, even even Clem that you know is Jenna's dog now. That she's eating that. She's feeding that dog eight cups of food a day. Wow. That doesn't gain any weight. She's no. still thin. But she's no. a little bear. Eight cups. Great poops too. She's not. She's not even a big bear. She's a little bear. Tiny bear. Tiny bear. Oh, bears. Taking it. Taking it in stride though. Right now. Yep. Well, Sporky gets to leave in the morning at 8 o'clock to make it. Makes me sad they moved to the sanctuary. I thought we were going to do it. It's Sporky. The 12 and a half hour drive. So they like they like want to hit the road at 8 o'clock. Go up there and live. We don't need to be doing an adoption at 8 o'clock. I know. 86 dogs coming in this weekend. Not tomorrow, no. No. So, yeah, she had to go up there tonight and to go live with Brennan. So that'll give her a buddy. I saw they posted on Happy Tales. He's got Today an autoimmune disease. I don't. Yeah, I don't. That's the first I'd I'd seen about it. I don't know anything about that. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we have a shortage of bears soon, so. <laughs> I'd we say need that, more. I say that, and the emails will come in and go. Yeah, I, I got, got a bear. I've got five I got a bear. bears. I can't we'll keep. I mean, we, we had the three brother bears, then it was five more bears. I mean, it. Li- and then we had two bears from Richardson. We had a stray bear, mm-hmm. and, and we had Molly that was living in somebody's backyard. I mean, there were like bears for, and bears. For a and moment, bears. I can't even like, keep track of all them bears. I can't. No. <laughs> That's how it works. It's like there's nothing, and then it's, it's like holy shit, there's twenty. Oh yeah, it's raining bears now. Yeah. What's that sound outside? It's, it's, it's raining bears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bubs. Oh, Bubs. You do ding dongs. Bubs doesn't feel good either. I don't know what's oh, wrong with Bubs. Oh, Bubs. She's like the most sensitive bear. She's very emotionally sensitive. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that because we no, traveled with her as we a baby. We almost got arrested as a baby. That was perilous. Her, I always wanted again like to get a Mastiff puppy. But, like, seeing what you're going through, I'm not doing it. You don't want that one. going through anything, but that's who she is. No, she's She's just saying he doesn't want a wild card. He wants to know his bear. Yeah. What's a solid bear? There's advantages to both. There's advantages to... To snuggling a baby bear. Well, because there's nothing like a baby bear. They don't stay a baby for very long. I won't ever in my life forget Bub's... And her siblings in that box, and this little toddler. No, there's no, nothing no. better. No, they they were in the back of like a like a like a power wheel or something. They like did that. That, that too. was outside. But when oh, we went to that go, photo, when we went to pick me. them up, they were all in a laundry basket. And, and this oh. like, and, and she, she, oh, they're like the, she had <laughs> these two little toddlers, and the toddlers. I mean, they're little bitty toddlers, yeah. babies, no, and they're babies. trying to get one. You know. <laughs> and, Oh my goodness! Fluffy and remember bubs. when we pulled Bubs out of there? Her brothers in there were bigger crybabies than her. <laughs> They're just like, oh no! <laughs> it was, it was. <clears throat> I mean, it was really pretty special. It was fantastic. <laughs> Oh, I would. I'm, oh, Bubs, you're not worth it any other. Oh, <laughs> 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 Where are you gonna get ahead, Bubs? Where's no. your head at? 
I was wondering, could you fit two of Bub's heads inside Daryl's head? Yep. And I wish I you could have could. seen yeah, her dad's I head. I would have bet you my home, both cars, everything <laughs> that I, that she would have had a head this big. Nope. Because her dad, I mean, I keep saying it was, was like this. And honestly, all the cute puppy photos that we saw, all that aside, when you sent me that photo of that male, I want Bring him. me that dog! If I, had to oh, choose, you all want if I got to choose... Any single dog, every single puppy, and that male, I want that male. Well, well we went outside <laughs> right now, and you saw that little four-wheeler. So we were out there to see them, and what did I say to you? I got my phone out, and I said, we have, I've got a video of this for Travis. Yeah, you do. Because I knew, I knew when I saw him that had you seen him in person, I mean, even now it gives me chill bumps, that you would die. <laughs> yeah. Because he was, like, magnificent. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, he was gorgeous. Big, handsome, special magic boy. He was, <laughs> he was a sweet boy, too. Yeah. Oh, big, I want boy. that, and I want that one. <laughs> <laughs> Go meet all the dogs. Right no. no, not that what? one. Nobody I wants that, that one. No. No, she's a handful, man. Oh, she's bad. Is she still, looking, all, is she still licking Jolene's ears all the time? Yes. You know what? She does that when she's stressed. That's stress. Stop stressing But Jolene just lets her do it. Yes. Eva said Jolene she was doing it to Nana's, too. Yeah. Oh, she don't care. I'm sure she's she, gonna give I'm him sure a, a yeast infection. A lot of that when I'm gone. She's going to continue mm-hmm. to do that because she, said she has stress. She'll do it in the office when I leave them in there and I go out. You'll notice that she does that to, to Jolene's ears. Jolene has a very, I mean, the Bubs has a, she has a very high-strung worried mind that's what she has which is so rare for a bordeaux that's just not yeah. i've never owned one like that and that and that uh, and that just tells me it's like sometimes you that's just what you get that's, that's you get. who they we are we should have known that's in the airplane she was like that yeah. out of the box it's who the, yeah like that right out, out of the box, box. Yeah. yeah that's just and and that's why it just makes me really hesitate to get a puppy because like because you because you you get a puppy you're gonna know who they are pretty quickly but you've already got a puppy yeah yeah, what are you going to say? Oh, Bubs, I'm oh, going to take you back, Take you back, Bubs, because you cry. Yeah. <laughs> and bite. And she really bites. She really she bites. Bite. <laughs> and she still really bites. She does. She's bad. Oh, Mabel. She's get, and she gets stuff off the counter, too. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then look at pups like, you know, we've got Jolene, and we've got Nana's, and we've got Mildred that we all know, and they're all completely different. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Completely I win different. on that one. I love Nana's. No I love way. Nana's. Carla won like the whole thing on that for you guys. No way, dude. My dog is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Nana is, is the best one. Nana's is my pick. I love Nana's. Nana. Nana's is she, has, she has the compact Apple face that I really like. But she has the most confidence. Well, and, and Nana's has the most like exposure, I think. Exposure? Well, she has like, you know, she she has to has to do more and deals with it better than all the other dogs. Well, you know, like, Jolene can't deal with hardly anything. I know. You got the you picked the worst yeah. one. You chose poorly. Yeah. You chose horribly poorly. twice in a, yeah. in a row. What's it like to choose that bad twice in a row? Well, Jolene's not bad. Jolene's just worried. Yeah. And but I just I don't I don't want that, I, I don't want I don't that, want that either. either. I don't want that. I can, love that I have finally have a Bordeaux can, that but like you can have Bordeaux who are overly confident. And you can't have them. Oh, I've dealt with plenty of that. Yes. Yeah, you've had that too. I don't want that either. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I really like having a Bordeaux that, like, when people come to my house, she just, like, scrolls up, like, hey, mm-hmm. what's up? You know, yeah. instead of doing the charging Bordeaux thing or the Daryl thing or yeah, powering the and Betty or Nana's just like, hey, she likes everybody. Like, Kim, my friend Kim spent the night last night before she went back to California and she 
she said she was like up getting ready and she's like Nana came around the corner and looked at her and she's Man, like what you doing? Hello Danis. Good morning. Blah, 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 blah. That is that is like the easier personality to deal with obviously. Yeah. So. And you get that sometimes. That's that's who Ethel was. I think the point of it is sometimes you just get what you get and you got to deal with it. You know what? One and of my, I reject one that. of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite things that Caesar Milan has said is you don't get the dog that you want. You get the dog that you need to have. Because you learn from them. You learn from them. Or you don't. So you've got a kooky grandma because you need to learn something? No, I'm talking about a pup. Oh, yeah. I didn't have a choice about that. Yeah, honestly, like, that statement for the general public is very, very true. Yeah. We, like... We we, know better to choose better. We have a lot of experience, and we try and be pickier and snobbier based on what we know. Which is easy to do when they're an adult. But the universe is still coming at you just like anyone else, man. Like, you know. Yeah, but there's no, like, arbiter, like, you need this dog because of your own personal... You get a dog that you don't necessarily expect, but there's something you can learn from that dog that's a value that will help you. You you can always learn from it, that's for sure. That's what I'm saying. Even Even if it's not the dog that you think you want, like... Even new things. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Ed. I mean... Oh look, man, that's not I even. I mean, are you kidding that's me? That's not even fair. But look at what I yeah. have had to learn. The universe with. decided to throw you a black hole, <laughs> and I didn't choose her. I didn't no, even, it's a roulette wheel. I didn't even sadness. choose her. But the, different dogs bring different challenges to you yeah. to figure them out. For me, I, 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 would, I always think this in my head. For me, it's always Honey Boo Boo. Okay, because that dog. It's crazy. I've never met another yeah, dog like that, and I've learned so much about dogs and how to be the center of balance in your home for well you learn about yourself yeah you learn about you that's what i'm saying that's yeah Yeah. that's yeah Yeah. that's that's what i'm saying it's not and you learn how to do better for yourself for other animals that you might meet in the future because you have this experience to go back to because you might think well i'm going to go correct that dog that way well you can't correct that dog that way no you have to you better retool and figure out some other way I was about to complain, and then you brought up Ed. You brought up Honey Boo Boo about like sleep. You got it. You got it pretty like, good. Like I would sleep with Daryl on the couch with a the leash tied to my ankle, <laughs> but still, like Daryl's like miles ahead, easier yeah. than what you guys are dealing with. So. Some dogs are really hard. Some dogs are really easy. Some dogs are like dogs you've never seen, even we've never seen before. Right, <clears throat> and then you have dogs like Bessie, who's just she's just. That's not. A, she's not a dog, though. It doesn't she just has weird stuff that you have to like. You have to talk to her nice, and you have to. Well, yeah, it's like not every dog is like so. And yeah, I think like online people will think this sometimes, where it's just like, Bessie's just magic, and she is. Bessie's magic. She's perfect. You so can take magic. her anywhere. Everything would be fine. But oh my God, she's a she's a derm nightmare. And she's she eats absolute poop. dirt she's nightmare. She's a physiological and nightmare. I'll chase a car in a second. I yeah. am so glad you didn't adopt her out because, oh my god, yeah. she, would be- she, 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 she probably would would have been returned and she would have been bald and covered in scabs. But by the time, because no one would know how to just deal with. But that. you know what I look at with Bessie is Bessie is a source of for me to educate people yep. of what it takes. Yeah. Because it's constant. Yeah. It's constant. Oh, this doesn't work. Oh, she's getting this now. Yeah. Here's this medicine. Well, now she's getting sores here. Every single day her condition is evaluated. This type of spray. This type yeah. of shampoo. This type this, of med. Now we're doing some mild bleach Let's soaks. try an injection. Now we're doing some Apoquil. Now yeah. we're doing some... It's like all yeah. over the place. And it's all seasonal. It's it's all... You just deal with Every it day, day. day by day. It's just... Yep. Just deal with it. Like I'm always looking sh- through her skin. Like, what are you coming up with Oh, my now? God. Yeah. Mom, she was at my house for like a day and a half. A day and a half. And then, like the top, the whole top of her neck yeah, just it. turned red. Yeah. 
and just it started like those little black flakes and like, as soon as I saw it I'm like holy shit <laughs> and just like run go scrub that 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 my <laughs> <laughs> I can't get I can't get a bad report card as a babysitter <laughs> it's just rush her up then I just do like the whole soak 10 minutes soak 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 get it and and then and then it just I I, I I was worried that like it does that it was gonna torpedo yeah. and just and just get worse. But it just stopped and I found there's two little sore spots on her neck. I'm sure they're just gonna get inflamed again next week and you're gonna have to deal with that. Well I'm gonna hit them with the spray. I have an yeah. antibiotic spray now. The uh, trichlor Nope, is, it's I don't even know what it's called. It's never some, heard of it in my something life. Something new. Something, something completely new. I've never even yeah. heard something of it. Something new. Yeah. Because the last time I called Derm, I'm like, she's falling apart at the seams. Yeah. She's like, okay, well these antibiotics don't work. That doesn't work. Bleach soaps don't work this she goes i'm going to send you some spray and they send this spray and i'm like never heard of that before start doing it so i had to sp- we're all learning and a sprayer every night on my bed and she just like stretches out like, fantastic and like two weeks later she's all cleared up okay all right that's like the one benefit i mean you know those dogs that are just like they're just gonna act like a feral cat when you wash them. Yeah. yeah. At least with Bessie, if you have to wash her like every two wash. days, like, she's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like washing Levon. If I put Levon in the tub and scrub him, he rolls over on his back and goes to sleep. <laughs> it's relaxing. <laughs> if somebody bathed me, I would be pretty chill about it too. Yeah. yeah. He really does. <laughs> it was difficult watching all those dogs, but you know what? I love every single one that Levon. You love him all, but for He's different reasons. Man. Yeah, for different reasons. He's a good man. Well, you have Lamont and He's, White Boy too, so yeah. like you have all. I got, I got Bessie, which I don't even need to say how much I love the Bessie. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> Levon's a super good boy. He's so good. You have to know his little quirks yep. and what he needs. He eats in the laundry room. Um, he's a little food aggressive. He's he's just and. White boy is just like oh, white boy. I love it. He's just he's just the happiest he's little sweetest, sweetest little dum dum. Yeah, <laughs> you know, not smart. He, yeah, he's like he's kind of like having like a like a three year old kid that has like Down syndrome that's like real sweet, he's always happy, yeah. Yeah. and he's loves never it. gonna yeah. get anywhere. He's yeah. never gonna grow up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's just who he is right yeah. there. But he loves you so much. Yeah, and he's so sweet and he's so happy. And Lamont, I mean, terrible. Trav likes him because he's terrible. I, yeah, I, I Trav's kind of terrible. That's what I don't, Lamont is. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to, you know, clean his wraps all the time. But like, he's such a bad boy. I know he's bad, but you know what? <laughs> it's just like every other dog. I know he's bad. Okay, I know you accept that his badness. He's it's familiar funny, with like, that type see, of badness. See, you talk about how awful it is that Bubs with her badness because you don't accept her badness. I accept her badness. Yeah. Well, and I accept I accept Lamont's badness too. Like, like the the other day before he left, like Emma was like, "What are you? What were you yelling at?" I was. She's in the back bedroom. She's like, "What are you yelling at Lamont for?" I was like, "I just fed everyone." I was outside. I never. I, never, I only stay outside with with my pack to potty everyone for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was out there for like fifteen minutes with everyone, calling them over, hey Lamont, and just being casual about it, and everyone give their opportunities to pee, and then let everyone back in, and I just decided, oh, you know what, I'm just gonna leave the wrap off Lamont this time. I mean, we're just. <laughs> I go outside on the porch. I'm going to invite I do a phone call. I come back in five minutes later, and there's just think pile of pee it's just like right next to the bed i was like you motherfucker. yeah welcome Luckily, to my life he never hits his target welcome to every day in my house Fucking asshole. yeah he, he didn't have to pee he, he does it every no he time. did have to pee he just wasn't gonna no, do it because no. if he hikes his leg on something he 
He's going to pee a whole bladder of pee. It doesn't matter. Anyway. But it's not because he had to pee. It's just because he's a jerk. Anyway, he's a bastard. He's a terrible his, dog. He doesn't hike his leg in my house when I am home, ever. Absolute bastard. That's what Wes mad. says about Benny. Actually, he'll do it if I'm like asleep, like if I am really tired. Because you don't I, wake up, it, pay attention to him. No, if yeah. I, Mama! I've no already naps. fed him and let him no out. No naps, Mama. <laughs> but, yeah, if I'm taking a nap or something, he might pee. But... You pay attention to me, Mama. No naps. <laughs> I don't like yeah. you napping. I will tell no, you why you go. Why he you go away? You can never go to Stacy's house. Why you go away, sleepy town, Mama? <laughs> Mama, you leave me. Lamont lonely. Terrible. Bad boy. He's a bad boy. Doug hates him. He is a very bad boy. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Doug hates white boy the most. I heard. I heard his tone I hate last that night. Dog. I Doug go, hates white boy the most. Yeah. No, he hates Lamont more than white boy. I think he's handsome. I, well, I say we don't have to like him because Jessica and, and Trav love him enough for everybody. So. Yeah, Doug yeah. says he has no redeeming value, no redeeming qualities. I love him. He's I love him too. I never had him in my house though. So but. he accepts that white boy is very sweet. He's irritated by his you know quirky weirdness where you can't like. No, he's irritated so by, he, by the. You can't yell at him or get him to call like that. You have to do that very specifically. And you want to pet him and you want to love on white boy and he comes over he just sneezes on right him. Right <laughs> But sorry. yeah. But once again. But he accepts that he's a, you know, he's very sweet. Overall, once again, you. every dog is different. It's different to the individual. You learn to love it. You learn to deal with it. And that's just kind of. That's just the way it they is. They are my dogs. He loves Nana. Nana. But everybody loves Nana. If you don't love Nana, then you're. You're a monster. Straight to hell. Yeah. yeah. You guys can have Ed. Anybody want Ed? No, nope. I'm good. Thanks. Nope. Fine. Nope. 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 I got nope. too many nope. already. Nope. With nope. that, nope. I end nope. the podcast. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I end you. All right, guys. All right. All right. Night, Night, everybody. Thanks, Bye. guys. <laughs>